Baltimore is a place where you have a ton of talented people, not just athletes, uh, not just musicians, not just artists, not just uh, not just talented that way, but academically uh, talented. But unfortunately, you have a high number of those folks that just don't have the opportunity to further their education and to spread their wings. So then they have to make life or death choices, unfortunately. And um, it can be a sad, sad thing. So that is why this is amazing. Um, I feel like even if this wasn't Baltimore, even if this wasn't any other crime-ridden city, uh, I just think for one school to put out that amount of student-athletes um, and send them to college on scholarship, I just think that's amazing. It's your boy, Verse, and this is Open Mic with OTR Mike. Shit, yeah. Yo, 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 what up, good people? It's your boy, OTR Mike. Let me be the first to welcome you to another episode of Open Mic with yours truly. That's right, this is the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. Welcome back, people. As I start every show, let me thank you guys for coming back, for tapping in with your boy for listening for keeping me going on this solo journey i appreciate you guys so so much um also bear with me excuse the congestion that you may hear i think i sound better than i did last week um but yeah it's still there so excuse me um you know, I, I know that can be annoying listening to somebody <laughs> that sounds adjusted, but man, bear with me. All right. This just I'm just gonna take a little bit of your time, I promise. I know I'll be stretching that when I say I'm not gonna be before you long and it tends up tend it ends up going longer than anticipated. But look, I'm gonna keep this one short and sweet. I promise. All right. <sighs> so look, man. As you know, my last two topics, uh, they were about every the situation that went on with Hayy and Bethune-Cookman, uh, which spiraled out of control, um, of course, media-driven, and uh, then it brought in huge debate on HBCUs in itself, not just football, not just every, not just Bethune-Cookman. Um, and it started a little firestorm. And of course, the media hopped on it and they played their role into why it ended up the way that it did. <laughs> but man, um, I'm going to spin this one a little different. No, I'm not speaking about Ed Reed or HBCUs this week. Like two episodes is enough. And shout out to my guest that uh, helped me on those two episodes. If you haven't heard them, go back and take a listen. I promise you, you will enjoy them. 
plenty of great insight. Um, we took a deep dive into not just Ed Reed, not just Bethune, but man, HBCUs in general. Uh, all of my guests are HBCU alums, and they put on. They schooled me. They schooled some of the listeners, and they'll school you if you don't know some things. So, yeah, check it out. But part of this episode, um, it just made me think, right? Just thinking back my last two episodes and how the media can affect um, certain situations, right? Especially national media. Once they get a hold of a story, they typically focus on the negative side of the story. And they feed it to us. And that can be overwhelming at times. Um, But there's plenty of, plenty of great stories, positive stories, locally, nationally. And some of these local stories, I feel like, should reach the national level, but they don't. Um, So I'm going to give you a positive story for this week. Um, Now, it is Sunday night, and I know to some of you, there were far greater topics like the Grammys. Um, <laughs> and I could have been using this time to talk about the Grammys. But uh, I chose otherwise because you'll get enough of that this week. You'll have a ton of people talking about the Grammys. Um, if they aren't already doing so, I'm sure YouTube is booming with Grammy recaps and the performances and all of the above. And then you'll get people's opinions throughout the week on their podcast. And yeah, you know, check those opinions out, man. Got some people with dope opinions. So for sure, check that out. But I just wanted to take my little nano platform, my little small platform to discuss this right here. We don't have this happen every day where you have 10 African-American boys from an urban community not just excel on the field, but academically. These student athletes out of East Baltimore are making their own history. It's safe to call you a proud pop right now? Um, and that's, you took the words, I'm a proud pop. Coach Smith's not just proud of the two state championships this bunch won. He's proud of the team's average 3.2 GPA. Over 73 scholarship offers they received from schools like University of Maryland, Army, Carnell, and Penn State. And the more than $18 million awarded their families won't have to spend on college. Something I dreamed of and worked hard for him since I was a little kid. You know how I feel when your mother proud of you. He has great, like, tenacity and, you know, we've been through a lot. So I'm really, really, really proud of him. It's not just mom that's proud. Devin Roche is our star quarterback, and their ninth graders have him as their screensaver. His teammate Joshua Fed has his sights set on Harvard, but his mind on the legacy he'll leave by going. When I was in that ninth grade position, they're going to see that this is possible. It's possible to go to Ivy League. It's possible to go to a Power 5 school. I feel incredibly um, grateful and um, very proud of Josh and all of his hard work. And um, just looking forward to the next the next chapter. Some of the players had to overcome great adversity to get to this point. Shantron Monroe taking his moment to take it all in after losing his mom during the football season. If you saw when I was talking, I broke down a little bit. It's like, even at times like that, I know they, they, they got me. They there for me. What they all have in common, they saw their visions through. 
He said, Mom, I'm going to school free, and I'm going to make you proud, and he's been doing that since day one. So I would like to thank my family, especially my mother. She's been doing a lot with me. That's right, y'all. A positive story. Now, I know Beyonce made history tonight, and that is great. And listen, I love Beyonce, so the hive don't, don't come after me. I, I truly love Beyonce. But this group of boys made life-changing history. That's right. These boys are from the back-to-back state champion Dunbar High Poets. Some of y'all may have heard that name Dunbar before. That is uh, the same Dunbar, which quite possibly had the greatest high school basketball team ever, um, which was a part of uh, they had a 30 for 30 on this this uh, this Dunbar basketball team. I think it was called Baltimore Boys. So check that out. Um also a part of this iconic photo, uh, Muggsy Bogues, Reggie Williams, Reggie Lewis, David Wingate, to name a few. Um, so, yeah, it's that Dunbar. But uh, the football team this year made history um, locally uh, with sending 10 student athletes, 10 African-American student athletes, on their way to college. More than 73 scholarship offers, as you heard in the clip. Now, just a quick rundown on the clip. Obviously, for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see the clip. For those listening on your favorite podcast streaming platform, give your boy a five-star like, by the way. Um, What you heard was a local news publication um, sharing the story of... As I said, Dunbar High School sending 10 boys, student athletes, to college on uh, on scholarship. Uh, obviously, that, that was a record for their school. Um, and it may have been some sort of uh, record for the state. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But nonetheless, it, it is an amazing feat. Um, amazing, amazing comp. Uh, let me do it again. It was an amazing accomplishment. How'd I do there? Yeah. So, uh, and I just feel like it needed to be highlighted. These are stories that we don't hear enough about. Um, Growing up in Baltimore for these kids, man, it's it's not an easy place to find your way. Uh, and and for those, you know, because you could have some people listening and saying, okay, whip-de-doo, right? But to put it in context for you, growing up here in Baltimore, it's just not an easy place to find your way. You can easily get tangled in the wrong web, um, you know, the city is is crime ridden, um, and a lot of our young boys are being taken away far, far too soon. And not well, not even just our young boys. I mean, let me rephrase that: our young kids are being taken away far, far too soon in the city of Baltimore. And um, as I said before, man. You know, it's just it's it's just a tough place 
for these kids to to grow up for anybody and you know in most cases in that city in particular the odds are stocked or, or stacked against them um not only to finish high school but to go to college and and, and get an education and not only just to go to college but to get a scholarship and to uh have your college paid for it's, it's just as i said man the odds are stacked against some of these kids and baltimore is a place where you have a ton of talented people not just athletes uh not just musicians not just artists not just uh, not just talented that way but academically uh talented but unfortunately you have a high number of those folks that just don't have the opportunity to further their education and to spread their wings. So then they have to make life or death choices, unfortunately. And um, it can be a sad, sad thing. So that is why this is amazing. Um, I feel like even if this wasn't Baltimore, even if this wasn't any other crime-ridden city, uh, I just think for one school to put out that amount of student-athletes um, and send them to college on scholarship, I just think that's amazing. Um, they're coached by Coach Lawrence Smith. Um, and as I said before, the ball, uh, they, they posted back-to-back undefeated seasons. Uh, and two back-to-back state championships. Um, That's impressive as well. But let's focus on the classroom, man, Um, which I think the most impressive part about what they did um, off the field was as a team, they boosted a 3.2 grade point average as a team, uh, which is uh, great, which is impressive which should be highlighted, which should be talked about. Um, As you heard in the clip, more than 73 uh, scholarship offers from schools like Maryland, Army, Cornell, Penn State. Um, 18 million was awarded to these students. And the big thing, these families won't have to spend spend anything on college. Um, You know, this school, Dunbar has gone through his fair share of black eyes in the media. Uh, with the coaches, uh, which I won't go into depth about. Um, you know, there was even a shooting uh, last year or 2020 um, on campus or on the outside of near the campus of the school. Um, so, you know, these boys, um, and, I, and I won't go in, de- in depth on those situations, uh, with the coaches and the shooting, because I don't want the <clears throat> accomplishments of these boys to get lost. But more context to put it into on what these kids in that city go through. Um, so it's just more that more impressive that they fought through the adversity through the season. Um, I I wanted to point out. One kid in particular, I think his name was uh, Shantron Monroe. 
Uh, he was a kid in the clip um, who broke down crime when he was announcing his college choice. And um, as you heard in the clip, I think they spoke about how his mother passed away during the season, uh, during the football season. So he's an 18-year-old kid, lost his mom. Um, and as a grown man who lost his parents uh, at the age of 32, I couldn't imagine what it would feel like to be 18 and to have to navigate life without your first love, which is your mother. Um, quick story, and this is how I always go longer than I'm supposed to. But, you know, back in 2014, as you all know, <clears throat> in losing my parents, my dad passed first. Um, I had a kid, man. I think he was a third grade kid, young kid, man. And he came up to me and he said, you know, Mr. Mike, you know, sorry about your dad. And I was like, oh, man, thank you. And he was like, yeah, I know how you feel. And I said, you do? And he said, yeah. He said, my dad left me when I was a baby and my mom left me when I was in first grade. And here I am, 32 years old at the time, and I'm feeling down, and I'm feeling like the world, you know, everybody should feel sorry for me because I just lost my best friend, my dad. And here's someone in the third grade. I think in third grade they might be eight. Here's somebody eight who experienced the same thing, basically, you know, and what is he going to do? You know, just put it in perspective. At least I had my, my parents for 32 years. And it just, this kid stuck out to me just, just because we share similarities and I just couldn't imagine what uh, Chantron Monroe uh, has to be feeling like, you know, 18, man, he's a kid, 18. So these kids, man, went through a lot of adversity uh, throughout the season and um, and none to their own. Like I said, I don't want to go into depth, but none of their own that, you know, some things they had to fight through to not only, like I said, stay focused on the field, to go undefeated and to win a state championship, but to stay locked in in the classroom. So let's get more stories like this front and center. I'm tired of hearing the negative. Let's 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 talk about these kids that's uh, working super hard, especially in this this social media era when they can be distracted in multiple ways. It's so easy, so much more easier for them to to be distracted than it was for us. I mean, we had some things, but we didn't have social media like this. And, you know, just to have the world at their fingertips and access to the world and different things at their fingertips. And they fought through that. And that goes for any kid. And it's this this day and age who's 
doing what they're supposed to be doing and hitting the books and thriving in athletics or whatever it may be, chess, <laughs> golf, you know, whatever. It's academic. I don't know. That's probably a local thing. Is that a local thing? It's that it's academic was a show that came on Saturday mornings. Local high schools, it had to be local then. Local high schools would compete against each other. And um it was it was all academic. You know, and they they went head up. You know, it was kind of like a jeopardy, you know, for high school, for high school kids, local high school. So, you know, whatever it is, book club. Whatever it is, man. These kids stay in focus. So <clears throat> that's it. Short and sweet. I promise you, short and sweet. I just wanted to point out the history that was made um locally here in Baltimore. Dunbar High School. Um and I want to shout out all the other high schools and all the other kids that earned scholarships and all the other kids who didn't earn scholarships but are on their way to college and fighting through the adversity to get there. Let's get more of these stories front and center. And before I go, I wanted to name the kids, um, the 10 boys from this team. Uh, we had Tavis Brown. He'll be headed to Virginia State. We had Calby Carter. We'll be staying home and going to Morgan State. We had Tony Hart, who will be going to Elon. We had Devon Jones, who will be going to Bethany College. Tristan Keenan, who will be going to Maine. Chantron Monroe, who will be going to Seton Hill. Uh, I hope I don't butcher. I am going to butcher this kid's name. Forgive me. EBK. He'll be going to Delaware State. Uh, Devin Page, Lafayette, Devin Roach. Old Dominion, Donald Smith will be staying home, Morgan State, and Josh Fed will be headed to Harvard. So touche to those kids. Clap it up for those kids, man. And if you have any more um, stories like this, where are you from? Send them to me. I'd like to spend some time not, you know, highlighting some more of these stories. It could be short form. It do a short episode like this, and and but I but I I think if I could take my like I said my little nano platform and push these little stories um, in front of more people, I'm all for it. So shout out to those those kids. Uh, shout out like I said, shout out to everybody, all the other kids who made things happen like this, and and good luck to you guys going forward. Much success. Going forward, college is real, man. You're an adult. You're on your own. You don't have, you know, <laughs> you don't have a teacher checking on you all the time. You don't come to class. You just don't come to class, and they will just mark your ass absent. Where, you know, you might have that cool teacher in high school who's going to text you nowadays, call you. Where you at? Get your butt to school. So, again, shout out to those boys, College Brown. And shout out to y'all, man. I appreciate y'all checking in. Short, sweet episode. I, I Listen, I finally did it. Short episode. 
Um, and watch how I stretch it even longer with this this long-winded. Shout out to OTR Brandon. He always say I'm long-winded, man. The OTR boys in general used to say I was long-winded when it came to ending the show. So, yeah, man, shout out to y'all. I appreciate y'all checking in. Uh, man, follow me on all your social media platforms at OTR underscore Mike on TikTok and Twitter and then OTR Mike underscore on Instagram. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's open mic with OTR Mike. And I am available on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms. Any of them. I'm there. So find me there, open mic with OTR Mike. Subscribe there, like there, give your boy a five-star rating. That's all I got for y'all tonight, good people. Get back to watching the Grammys and all of that good stuff. I'll holler at y'all next week. Peace.